0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We hear from Stephen Gerrard as Rangers look set to unveil Joe Aribo. Oren Kearney's St Mirren departure looks imminent and there's still no David Turnbull in the door at Celtic but could Kieran Tierney be on the way out? I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Hugh Keevans. So the transfer window scoreboard Andrew stands at Rangers 7, Celtic 0. Uh, I could say it's all about... Quantity not quality Or I could say it properly And say it's all about quality not quantity Uh, And I could also say that It's a bit early to get hysterical If you're a Celtic supporter Given that it's only the 24th of June Uh, But no one would listen anyway Because this is the transfer window And people do get extremely excited By these transfer manoeuvres Or lack of them We discussed David Turnbull at length last Monday I didn't think we'd still be discussing him this Monday I mean it's been a day of waiting Really hasn't it We've been waiting for the arrival of Joe Rebo at Rangers We've been waiting for the announcement of David Turnbull at Celtic We've been waiting to see What the decision on Oren Kearney's future is going to be None of it's come out yet But plenty to talk about If you're going to buy a teenager For a fee in excess of £3 million Then like everyone else You're entitled to take your time Make sure that the money The large sum of money that you're about to spend Uh, Will not be wasted So the medicals have to be done And you have to be sure That what you're buying Like someone buying a house You have to be sure It's in proper order Well I'm sure you at home Have plenty of opinions On these subjects You can give us a call 0141 951 1025 Or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB Well uh, we've been hearing from, from Stephen Gerrard uh, He's been talking not long ago They're out in their, their training camp in Portugal They flew out over the weekend They've had a day of training today And Joe Aribo seems to be the name That's been on the, the lips of Rangers fans For a few days And uh, Stephen Gerrard said today That he says Joe Aribo has had his medical And that the announcement on his signing Could be imminent He said they fought off tough competition For the Charlton midfielder And that they've still got business left to do I think it's very difficult to to, to pick a number but the squad's not complete yet we're definitely looking for another centre-back uh, I would like to go in uh, across the season with four centre-backs so that's an area that we're looking to strengthen uh, I don't think it's any secret to know that we're, we're trying to get a Rebo Joe Rebo over the line he's currently having a medical so that one could be imminent so yeah we're, we're progressing in terms of our targets and, and the squad's close to being finished but uh, we're not finished just yet we believe there is Premier League and European Clubs chasing Joe, which is no surprise, and um, I think a lot of championships clubs were there in the hat as well. And it obviously came out in the public domain that Celtic had made them an offer as well. So uh, if we manage to get that one over the line, it'll be a big coup for us. Well, he's something we haven't got. We haven't got a, a left-footed uh, midfielder. So naturally, if and when that deal's done, he'll give us natural balance, uh, being that left side. Uh, he's got an impressive profile. Dynamic, and you know he's got a lot, lot of parts of his game that are already very strong. But he's someone that's very interesting because I think there's a lot more to come from Joe. And you know my job as as his manager and my coaching staff's job will be to continue to develop him, to make him stronger uh, in the areas he's already strong, and also improve him in a couple of areas where we think he can he can get better as well. Well, that was Stephen Gerrard speaking to Sky Sports. There, uh, Joe Rebo seems to be quite highly rated by Stephen Gerrard. There, saying they fought off quite tough competition. Well. Stephen Gerrard would know more than we do about uh, the number of clubs interested in Joe Aribo. 
uh, and where they came from and what caliber of clubs they were. Uh, but he seems very happy to get him in, and uh, he's brought in a a, a level of spending that uh, is not out with Rangers control. So uh, he looks as if he will be uh, a welcome addition for Steven Gerrard. Rangers fans, would you be happy with that signing? 0141 951 1025 on the phones. You talked about the the way Rangers have gone about their business. Oh. They've certainly gone about it quickly because yeah. he looks as if he will be Rangers' seventh signing of the summer already. But they've also not spent too much money yet already. Yeah. That could still be to come. It may not, but... A lot of the players they've brought in have been on free transfers. We understand the Joe Aribo one is in the sort of cross-border compensation package that we've seen with many players before coming up to Scotland. Around £300,000 that stands at. They they seem to be getting their targets but not having to shell out too much money. Well, the interesting one will be uh, Ryan Kent who uh, had a magnificent first season at Rangers. Will there be a second season or will Rangers be unable to compete in the transfer market for him? What I would say is, Andrew, uh, it's a groundhog day. A year ago, it was all about Celtic and John McGinn and letting McGinn slip through their fingers and uh, Celtic fans panicking uh, about the progress of the transfer window. You move on 10 months from there, Celtic win the treble. Rangers finish nine points behind Celtic and don't make a cup final. So that's why I say Rangers are getting about their business. Steven Gerrard always looks in control and happy with his situation. It's what Celtic do between now and the transfer window closing, bearing in mind that they are still the dominant side in the country to begin with. We'll hear shortly what Stephen Gerrard had to say on Ryan Kent's situation, but looking at the signing of Joe Aribo, he's coming into a position that Rangers have so many players. You look at the the quantity, there's Stephen Davis, there's Ryan Jack, Glenn Kamara, Scott Arfield, Ross McCrory, Greg Doherty, Jordan Rossiter, Graham Dorans, Andy Halliday and Jason Holt. All central midfielders competing for, for three spots and then Joe Arebo looks like he's he's coming on. On top of that, it looks as if there'll need to be some outs. Well, well yeah, I mean, Graham Dorans, we understand, has been told he can find himself a club. Andy Halliday's perpetually in the situation of having to uh, impress managers uh, and Ross McCrory not always guaranteed a game and so on and so forth. The best players will be chosen by Steven Gerrard Regardless of reputation What it costs to bring them in The best players in the manager's estimation will play well, Steven Gerrard also touched on the club's interest In bringing Ryan Kent back to the club He says there's competition to sign the winger And that they're waiting on Liverpool To decide what they want to do with him first Yes we would like Ryan Kent back The reality is he's Liverpool's player So we have to respect that Jürgen Klopp I'm sure will want to take a look at Ryan um, so we'll respect Liverpool's decision on, on which direction they want to um, take on, on the Ryan Kent situation. But we are at the table. Uh, we, we love the player. We, we feel as if we've done a good job on him for 12 months and we still feel there's more to come um, in the job we'd like to do on that. But the reality is there is competition and Liverpool still own the player, so they've got the, the final sound. Steven Gerrard's certainly keen to get Ryan Kent back but it really does just turn into a, a waiting game because the English clubs go, go back a lot later for pre-season than the Scottish clubs do yeah. Jurgen Klopp probably doesn't know what he wants what to do with Ryan Kent yet The bottom line is if someone comes in with a financial offer a transfer fee for Ryan Kent then Rangers have the big decision to make can they match it? Can they better it? Uh, and will Liverpool 
be in the mood to let Ryan Kent go to Rangers or anyone else. Lots of the these things to be decided. Rangers fans, what do you think? Joe Aribo, Ryan Kent, what are your thoughts on the transfer dealings so far? 0141 951 1025. And it is an awkward stage. I mean, Rangers have obviously done their, their business early, Hugh, which will help, but they would want to know what the Ryan Kent situation is now, but they'll have to wait. Yeah. You know, it, the ball is not in their court. Jurgen Klopp is calling the shots here, and we don't know if another English club, or indeed a club from anywhere in Europe, uh, might table a bid for Ryan Kent at which point we'll find out how much cash Rangers have to spend in this transfer market because Ryan Kent would cost a hefty transfer fee so if that one does go on for a few weeks then that is simply because of the circumstances he's Liverpool's player they get the first look at him if someone comes in with an offer it's Rangers' decision to make whether they match it. We have seen uh, a couple of names of, of English clubs potentially linked with Ryan Kent. There was Aston Villa, there was Leeds as well. And When you look at the figures that are being banded about, seven million seems to be a figure. We, we don't really know where the, these figures get plucked from, but it seems to be round about that figure that, that people talk about. Seven million surely seems like a figure that would be without Rangers' reach. Well, unless they sell Morelos. Uh, who could fund that and other transfers So there are so many imponderables You know we've spoken about who they brought in But we haven't yet got round to the subject Of whether Alfredo Morelos will still be there When the new season kicks off on the 3rd of August Because by all accounts There are plenty of people who like the look of him Well interestingly enough Steven Gerrard did He was asked about Alfredo Morelos today And the one thing he said Was that they've had no bids on the table for Alfredo Morelos this summer he said that as far as he's aware there's not been any interest in the striker will that be a relief for Steven Gerrard or is it one of these ones that maybe he'd, he'd think about weighing up selling Morelos to, to work on the rest of the squad it'll only be a relief to Steven Gerrard on the 4th of August when Rangers play Kilmarnock uh, at Rugby Park uh, if Morelos is still there he'll be relieved I would imagine however Rangers also have to balance the books and run the club properly and if someone comes in with an outstanding offer for Morelos then Dave King might be tempted 01419511025 on the phones Craig is a Rangers fan in Cumbernauld Craig How you doing gents? Good evening um, good, Yeah I think um, I, I do think the signing of Joe Aribo I think is a good signing I think I think Rangers have done okay bits of business in the transfer window um, you know I think she Ojo could potentially be a, a good loan signing to bring in of course you know we want to try and keep a hold of Ryan Kent and get him back but my, my main criticism is we've not really made any kind of like, marquee signings there's not been any signings that would make you sit up and take notes and go oh that's it that's a really good sign um, and if we're going to challenge Celtic next season then they can't rely on just bringing all these youngsters and free transfers and and loan deals it's not going to you're not going to catch Celtic um, with a team like that that's why I said at the start Craig that it's not about quantity it's not about signing seven players it's about the quality of those players so you know you and other Rangers supporters will have to decide if Jordan Jones for example or Jake Hasty or Greg Stewart uh, will make the difference between Rangers stopping Celtic this season or Celtic going on to get nine in a row. So I do take your point. 
Are Rangers in a position to make a marquee signing though? Unless they sell Alfredo Morelos Craig, do you think the cash would be there If Rangers held on to Morelos? Because marquee signings cost marquee money Well, you're right Um, And I totally agree with it It does cost marquee money I think, you know it's Obviously it's always difficult to see with Rangers money-wise I think eyebrows have been raised the last two seasons When... You know, Pedro Cusina was given £10 million to spend and then Gerard last summer spent close to that as well. And Ivers were raised because nobody could understand where Rangers had £10 million from. But, I, you know, the fact that they've clearly been able to spend that last two seasons, I reckon <clears throat> that without selling Morelos, there would be enough money there to make a, maybe not an absolute marquee signing, but to make a, an impactful signing. I think, you know, they could easily go and spend maybe three, four million pounds and a half decent player. Um, and playing up here, you know, that kind of money on the players, that's decent money um, by our standards in Scotland. Um, so I think I think they do have that money there, but obviously, if you sell Morelos, you know, that increases tenfold. Personally, I don't know why Morelos hasn't already been sold. I would have sold Morelos and used some of that money towards getting Ryan Kent back. Um Personally, because clearly Morelos' temperament um, is gone, and if he stays at Rangers for another season, I'm not sure how anything's going to change. Well, um, I do understand that his temperament will remain uh, a subject for discussion until he learns to behave himself. However, Rangers did not make a cup final in the season gone by, Craig, and they finished nine points behind Celtic, and you know Celtic didn't have a vintage season, so. It could have been even worse if you'd taken Morelos's 30-odd goals out of the equation. So, you know, yes, you can question his temperament, but you can't question his goal-scoring ability, and that's what Rangers have to weigh up. Craig, when you look at the way the, the window works with, you know, Scottish clubs come back earlier than, than clubs around Europe, is it maybe just a case of if there is going to be marquee signings that they are the ones that, that that take more time because the the likes of the ones that have come in are, have been pre-contract signings, players that, that have come in for free mainly. Is it a case of that players that, that will cost money will take more time to sign? I think, well, no, I think you could absolutely that. Obviously, we, us coming back a bit earlier, it does have an impact on um, who you can actually go and approach. Um, and it, obviously, you're right. I think you could easily see marquee signings happen in July, August. I think as well, to be fair, you know, Celtic haven't exactly, um, you know, set the world alight with, with their transfer business either at the minute. You know, they've also not really made Matt Morrissey, David Turnbull win. Um, and that, that one's not even well, completed yet. There's no signing so far yet, you know, But what we do It's a never-ending saga. Yeah, um, what, what I mean, we know, that boy was... As I say, Craig, you know, if you're going to buy a house, Craig, you want to make sure that everything about the house is just right. So, yes, Celtic have taken... A fair old length of time To get this one across the line And it's not yet across the line But what we do know about Celtic Is that they are cash rich There's plenty of money in the bank And Celtic uh, The names that have been linked with Celtic And the kind of transfer fees Which have been attached to those names Linked with Celtic uh, Are at a very reasonable level indeed But Celtic can afford it And that's why on the 24th of June You simply don't know The quality of player that's going to be at Celtic and Rangers 
on the 3rd and 4th of August when they kick off the new league campaign because as Craig said, Rangers are seven up, but he doesn't see in there a player that he thinks will really materially influence the outcome of the title. Well, thank you to Craig, a Rangers fan in Cumbernauld. 0141-951-1025 on the phone line. St Mirren fans will be talking about Oren Kearney's future after the break. I'm interested to hear what you make of that. But before that, Stephen Gerrard, well, he was also talking about speculation linking him with the Derby County job. Fresh reports came out today after Rangers rubbished an apparent approach last week. But Gerrard says he's happy at Ibrox. Yes, I'm aware of it. But there's nothing to say on it. Um, I'm, I'm very happy. It's a privilege to, to be here and be the Rangers manager. My focus is on the up-and-coming season. I think it's very similar to when there's noise around players. I ask the players to stay focused on, on, on the job, and that's what I'll continue to do. So there's nothing really to, to add to that, really. Nothing's changed in my mind. Um, I was very uh, lucky and appreciative of the opportunity I got 12 months ago. Uh, I came in very focused uh, in season one. Nothing's changed in my mind. Um, I'm delighted to be the Rangers manager. I'm managing one of the biggest football clubs you can manage. So nothing's changed in terms of my focus. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Derby County still have a manager. Frank Lampard is there. Assumptions have been made that, that Frank Lampard will go to Chelsea. However, Rafa Benitez is on the market now. Um, Roman Abramovich might fancy taking Rafa Benitez to Chelsea. You never know. So that one is all... Speculation at the moment Because Frank Lampard is still in place And I do believe Stephen Gerrard When he says he's quite happy uh, But he will also at the back of his mind Know that if he doesn't win the title In the season upcoming Then To use a Glasgow expression His jacket will be on a sugarly nail 01419511025 on the phone lines. After the break, we'll be talking about Oren Kearney. It looks like an imminent departure for him at St Mirren. St Mirren fans, what do you make of it? That will be coming up after the travel with Stephen. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. And well, there's been a story that's been developing over the weekend, Hugh, and uh, culminated today in Oren Kearney not being present at St Mirren's first day of pre-season training. It was after reports over the weekend saying that his future in Paisley had been thrown into serious doubt following a row with Chairman Gordon Scott over his plans to commute from his family home in Ballymoney to Paisley. It's it's all been a bit messy, really. There's There's not been really any clarity on the situation uh-huh. today. The players were... Asked if they knew anything when they were going into training today, when they were coming out of training today. They don't know anything. There's not been any words from the club. We understand it's coming soon, yeah. but... I assume he's over and done with at St Mirren. And I find the story understandable from both sides of the coin. St Mirren are in Scotland's flagship competition. And they owe Oren Kearney for winning them survival to remain in that flagship competition. However... They need a manager to commit 100% to the club And commuting between Northern Ireland and Paisley I don't think is on They need a 100% commitment From Oren Kearney's side of the fence A young man with a young family Needs to watch those children grow up He needs to be part of the family And it's not a good family life If they live in Northern Ireland And you live in Paisley so I understand why it's now no longer suitable for St Mirren to have Oren Kearney 
And it no longer suits Oren Kearney to be the St Mirren manager There is surely an obvious solution And that is to get a former St Mirren player Jim Goodwin Outstanding manager that he is And bring him in to St Mirren as Oren Kearney's replacement Because I assume Andrew But by the time this programme finishes Oren Kearney will no longer be St Mirren manager Yeah we're expecting some word from St Mirren coming soon but it is an awkward situation because as, as you say Hugh you can see both sides of it it just seems like a sort of almost a, a natural parting despite the fact that it, it has culminated in, in what seems to be a, a, a real disagreement between Oren Kearney and, and Gordon Scott Well it would be an awkward situation were it not for the fact that Jim Goodwin is there now I don't want to upset Mike Mulraney and anyone involved at Aloe Athletic but they have a, a recent history of producing good managers and watching them being taken away to bigger clubs. That's just the way it works in football. And that's the way it would work with Jim Goodwin, I believe, if he were to be offered the St Mirren job because he's a natural fit. And I think that there should be no bad blood between St Mirren and Oren Kearney. They should thank him for what he did in his one and only season there. And understand that he needs to watch his family grow up and be a part of it. And he must understand that St Mirren needs someone. Football management today is 24-7. And that can't be the case if you want to go and see your family every day in another part of the UK. St Mirren fans, we want to hear from you. 0141-951-1025. Raymond is a St Mirren fan in Paisley. Raymond, your thoughts? Well, obviously, I'd like to touch on a couple of things you said there, but I had some kind of things I want to mention in my own mind before you mentioned, obviously, that he understands both sides. Basically, last season, the, the, the understanding is that he was commuting two days a week and at the weekend, etc. And the, the stories of the be believed have said that he wanted to commute basically just about every day back to Ireland, which I can see why that wouldn't be you know, feasible, but accordingly there was a compromise reached. You know, the, the, the part that the part that's frustrating us Marine fans is the fact that this has been boiling for nearly four or five days now, and the board the board have not come out and told us it. So it, it leaves us thinking: is it legal? Is it a legal issue? Is it, is this going to be worse off in terms of the club having to pay somebody off? Because what, what was wrong with them doing it last season? What's wrong with them doing it this year? Um, you know, it's it's a bit strange. As I understand that uh, Gordon Scott is in America on business. Okay, on that basis, there's, there was something broke yesterday, which which basically said Oren Kearney was told not to come in to pre-season training today. Mm-hmm. So that was broke. Now, initially yesterday, you're thinking, well, that's potentially rumours. Now, if that's rumours, how come it transpired to be true today? So who is providing the media with the information, somebody's providing some sort of stories because they turned out true, but they can't turn around and tell the fans. Now, from a fan's point of view, there's early bird season tickets. There's less of a squad than virtually what was there last year when turmoil turned out, and we know what happened last year before we had to get Oren in. We've done a pretty much, you know, a, a thankless task. But the way it's looking now, you know, do we want? Do we need? This uncertainty at the start of a season again No one needs uncertainty But you have to respect uh, Oren Kearney's position He has a, a young family to think of uh, He wants to be a part of that family's uh, development At a young age And uh, as I say 
St Mirren can't be blamed If the manager doesn't want to commit To the club 24-7 If he wants to go back to Ireland However many times per week If Gordon Scott finds that unacceptable I can understand that But Hugh Those stories that broke yesterday The same people Before they broke those stories About not Being told not to turn up At pre-season training Broke the stories And told us That it was a compromise reached and the compromise was pretty much identical to what he was doing last season. So from a fan's point of view, we're initially going, what's wrong with that then? Because it worked last season. So, OK, right, we'll push to get him more. That's, that's Gordon Scott. So the fans are sitting here going, we're in the dark. Nobody's telling us anything. Now, if you're saying there's likely going to be an announcement, if you've got an insight there's going to be an announcement before your show's finished, then that means somebody behind the scenes is speaking. It's Then it's it, not going it, to be a legal means, issue. No, no, it means that the club will be issuing a formal... Official statement Now It's our understanding That statement is expected Any time Around now uh, That's the only information You can get at the moment Until Gordon Scott returns to The country uh, And Tony Fitzpatrick Who's also on holiday uh, And then they can Inform The St Mirren supporters Of exactly what went on But I think it's Eminently understandable Raymond That Oren Kearney wants to spend time with his family Young family And St Mirren need a manager who's on the premises every day And if that's not the case Then you have this inevitable Parting of the ways And Raymond If I said to you Jim Goodwin was a natural fit Would you agree with me? I would but I'll be honest The way the way this has panned out After the way last season started I'm honestly thinking Would Jim Goodwin want a Come near the club in the condition that it's appearing to look Because it looks very, very unprofessional That there's nothing come out of this club to inform the fans what's going on Well, sometimes these things are simply down to logistics If the chairman's out of the country and the chief executive's out of the country Then, you know, if a statement is released tonight uh, That is as much information as St Mirren can provide at this time but somebody's obviously been providing the information to you because what was said yesterday's turned out to be factually true that Oren Kearney would not be at pre-season training. Yeah. So as much as the two, two chaps are in holiday, so they're providing somebody with the information. So yeah. how could they not just get their media manager at the club to provide that a lot earlier to stop the fans getting into a pre-season meltdown on social media? Well, you know, the, the world can't revolve around social media. If fans choose to go into meltdown on social media, that's not St Mirren's lookout. They're... Fundamental responsibility is to clear up the Oren Kearney situation Make sure that all legalities are taken care of And then go about the business of appointing Oren Kearney's successor So, you know, social media, yes, it's all very interesting and entertaining However, football clubs cannot live their lives through social media And what is said there Can I just say one other thing? Mm -hmm. There's a pre-season friendly arrangement with Coleraine I'm pretty sure that Oren Kearney's going to end up back at Coleraine on a separate side of things here, right? I've got his family life back. I'm with the guy. Family comes before football. Because at the end of the day, football's only a game. Uh-huh. As much we, we we repeatedly say that statement, but there's guys that are involved. This is where this is where the fans are getting pretty irate, and where the silence has actually been. You know, it's been it's deafening. There's there's guys that have, that have got football buses and ferries paid to go to Coleraine for a friendly. And you're in the, talking in the thousands of pounds Some people have put their own necks on the line And the club cannot come out And even say to them behind the scenes Cancel cancel your buses, cancel your ferries Cancel cancel your accommodation That's absolutely appalling There's guys that have posted 
and they're thousands in debt because of this that the club cannot come out and simply inform. Why? Why would you cancel? Why would you cancel? Why would you because, cancel? Because there's obviously the connection with the Korean. I think there's going to be a bit of bad taste left here, right, from the Korean aspect. And the the stories coming out now is that that Korean game is being cancelled. Well, we'll not have to wait and see because again we're back to stories and speculation and rumour. Um, football fans, whether you're St Mirren or anyone else, uh, you support the club uh, and you go to see your team. Um, you don't go to see uh, Gordon Scott or Tony Fitzpatrick. Uh, you go to see the team, and I would imagine that Oren Kearney will take a diplomatic back seat when that game is played and stay out of the way. Uh, and let the football match take place But I do think This is all understandable St Mirren And this should be to your benefit They want a manager who is there 24-7 Oren Kearney cannot provide them With that commitment Therefore parting of the ways Inevitable 01419511025 on the phones Thank you to Raymond A St Mirren fan in Paisley When you look at Raymond was talking about the, the friendly with Coleraine They of course don't have a manager When you look at the way it's working at the moment Oren Kearney looks as if he's going to be leaving the club Coleraine, his old club where he found so much success Don't have a manager He uh-huh. took a career break from his teaching job In Northern Ireland to take the St Mirren job It looks as if if he was to leave There would be places for him to go oh, Without doubt And you know Call me an old cynic But he'll be the Coleraine manager next season uh, and I would suspect that Jim Goodwin will be the St Mirren manager um, Oren Kearney didn't set out to upset St Mirren fans like Raymond uh, And Gordon Scott didn't set out to create uncertainty Gordon Scott wants what's best for St Mirren Oren Kearney wants what's best for the Kearney family And that's why the story is understandable from both sides I know we're speaking hypothetically here in terms of Jim Goodwin But Oren Kearney was was a big fan's favourite at St Mirren You could see that on the on the final day of the season Where they stayed up through through the playoffs He got a great ovation from the crowd A lot of them will be disappointed to see him go But it will soften the blow If it is someone like a Jim Goodwin Who is another fan's favourite Someone that has been at the club That, that knows the club well Well you know Raymond DeCollar said that Family comes first Football's a game He's absolutely correct So there should be respect For the decision that Oren Kearney has taken There should also be respect For St Mirren saying Well we need someone to commit to the club uh, On a stronger basis than you so far So uh, Therefore I I understand the situation And the perfect fit is waiting And the the club have his number It is just Clarity it's, it's something football fans Want all the time They want clarity They want transparency They don't want to be Dealing in, in rumours and, and stuff like that But when a story has Gone on over the course Of the weekend And I know you know Gordon Scott is away In America on business Tony Fitzpatrick is On an overseas holiday But you can understand Why St Mirren fans Would be getting anxious When well, the season starts In just a few weeks If they get An official statement tonight Which we believe Is on its way Then that's the clarity You know the, the manager has gone And the club will no doubt Give a an explanation Of what has taken place So much as they want to divulge uh, But It's the 24th of June 
the season is still a way off yet and a new manager could be in place by the end of this week. So this is not a crisis. This is an understandable story from a family and football perspective. 01419511025 on the phone lines. I just wanted to get your thoughts on this, Hugh, before we uh, we went to the break. Because I was driving into work today. I was listening to the Bowie at breakfast. They were doing the Workplace Wall of Fame. And there was Craig uh, there. And uh, he, he was from a bagpipe shop. <laughs> and um, he was on to try and win 80s McGee's Donuts for him and his workmates. And because he worked in a bagpipe shop, George and Cassie asked him for a wee tune. Can you hazard a guess at what the tune was he played? Go on then. Could you imagine finishing the show to that every night? Oh, no, not really. But they're playing your tune. Thanks for that. Well, Bowie at Breakfast is back tomorrow from 6am and we'll have more of your calls on Clyde One Super Scoreboard after the travel with Stephen. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. And well, we've had... Uh, Rangers callers on, St Mirren callers on and now Celtic fans, we're going to turn it to, well, the David Turnbull saga. I think we can officially call it a a saga now, Hugh, can't we? Because it's got to the point where we've been waiting and the deal was on, the deal was off. He was going to Norwich, the deal was back on again. We've been waiting today and uh, this is all the news we've caught. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, again, trying to be fair to both sides. Uh, Celtic, if you're going to spend in excess of £3 million on a teenager, uh, they want to make sure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and that everything's okay with these medical. Uh, we think it might be tomorrow. We think. Um, but you can see it from uh, David Turnbull's perspective as well. This is a major move for him. And uh, now it's getting to the stage where the Celtic supporters have to see it done because it's dragged on too long and it, it begin to become an embarrassment if something doesn't happen in the next 24 hours. I mean, surely, surely this cannot take another twist. <laughs> well, you know, until he's uh, standing at Celtic Park with a green and white scarf above his head for the photographer's benefit, then yes, all manner of twists and turns can take place. They already have in this particular story. When he went down to Norwich, I think everyone assumed uh, that was the end of the matter and he would be a Norwich player in England's Premier League. 01419511025 on the phone lines. David is a Celtic fan in Ibrox. David, what have you made of what's happening with David Turnbull? Yeah, well, um, I've just been listening to you there. And uh, 150% agree with him. Um, but, well, I'm saying I'm, I agree with him 150%. Uh, I'm slightly concerned because, as you've already said, it's dragged on for far too long. Now, 
I would like it obviously to go over the line because you know he is a a really good up and coming player. But I was uh, used to Stephen Moore concern maybe saying that anything can still happen, right? But uh, I'm hoping with all my heart that that it doesn't. Yeah, uh, you'll be uh, in the majority. I know the Celtic supporters of uh, some of them anyway uh, have been critical of the player and his representatives uh, for what has happened so far. But if this is now all about the medical, which uh, some of it took place in Manchester, uh, if Celtic are making sure that all aspects of the medical are absolutely crystal clear and favourable, then it will eventually be announced. But I really don't think that it can drag on much beyond the next 24 hours. Otherwise, you know, Raymond, the St Mirren supporter who was on earlier, was asking for clarity and transparency. Well, somebody should tell the Celtic supporters why it can possibly take this length of time. Uh, And until such times as a contract is signed, then, of course, there's room for another twist in the tale. Yeah, I think it's fair for Celtic fans to be asking questions because on Friday, you went on Twitter, I saw quite a few people tweeting a a picture of David Turnbull in a Celtic top, sat next to Neil Lennon. Yet, the weekend has passed and still nothing. Yeah, uh, it's mystifying. And Celtic have now gone off to their training camp in Austria. And I'm absolutely certain that Neil Lennon would rather have been accompanied by David Turnbull uh, for that early season training camp. However, some things are worth the wait. And if David Turnbull uh, progresses in the outstanding fashion in which he has started to progress, uh, then it will have been worth the wait for Celtic. But as I say, if there isn't clarity within the next 24 hours, then there is room for another twist in the tail. David, what other business would you like to see Celtic do? Yeah, well, um, I would... I think Celtic uh, also have made a mistake uh, with letting uh, Lustig go because I think he was a good servant to the club. He may have lost a little bit of pace, but he was... It was good, you know, at the in the position side of the game, right? Um, so I think Celtic need another right back. I think they also need uh, a centre half or two, and up front, uh, I'm hoping Lee Griffiths can hits it off this season, but I don't think you can basically just rely on the one striker, you know what I mean? So well, you've got Odson Edward there who uh, had a good season up front. With regard to Lustig, the ball was not in Celtic's court. Lustig was out of contract. He had been part of all eight titles won by Celtic under a variety of managers and he wanted a change, a fresh challenge. Therefore, Celtic are appreciative of what he has done for the club but they can't force him to stay if he wants to go somewhere else so uh, that was the story concerning Michael Lustig Well thank you to David a Celtic fan in Ibrox 01419511025 if you want to get involved there was a story in the newspapers today as well Hugh regarding another Celtic player that is 
Kieran Tierney reportedly a, a bit knocked back by Celtic in the region of fifteen million pounds from from Arsenal, a player that Celtic fans will not want to see leave the club. The day was always going to dawn, Andrew, when romance and reality collided in Kieran Tierney's life. He's had the romance of living the dream and playing for the club that he has always supported, and he is the genuine Celtic supporter. The reality is that with one signature on a contract for Arsenal, Kieran Tierney's entire life would be transformed. This is a life-changing move because of the sums of money involved. £15 million will not get Kieran Tierney. I would imagine that Celtic would hold out for minimum £20 million and with add-ons. Uh, so again, as you said earlier, it's all about the waiting game now to see what Arsenal will do next because the ball's in their court. That offer is unacceptable. Do you have another one in mind? So Celtic must wait. But the day was always going to dawn for a player of his calibre. There is romance and then there's reality. And romance won't pay for the house bills. Reality will. Brian is in Pollock. Brian, what's your point tonight? I was just about the David Turnbull thing. Mm-hmm. If, if they're waiting on if whatever has been on in the medical needs to be looked into further, I don't see what the problem is with that. They're no, they're no look saying, oh, do you know what? We've got that medical finished, but we'll wait three days. They're obviously looking into something. So I don't know why that would be embarrassing. No, the the the, the medical may not yet be fully completed. Uh, there may be. Yeah, my point if the medical's still being carried out what is what is the problem well yeah that, that's what I said you know if you're going to buy a house and someone's asking you to pay in excess of three million pounds for the house then you want to make sure there are no problems with the house so exactly. we don't want another Daniel Prodan. yeah to name but one you know the, the plenty of transfers uh, you know back in Mists of time Rangers had a look at John Hartson And didn't like the look of his medical So Celtic took him uh, And that was Celtic's good fortune So you have to be careful And uh, see the sum of money involved For someone who's played 30 professional games In his career uh, Is quite substantial So When it comes to the medical Celtic are entitled To make sure that Everything has been assessed And is in working order Uh, The next question would be How long does this take? So that's one for Celtic to answer Or a doctor Well the the doctor won't speak uh, You know Celtic must inform supporters Exactly It's people are on Shouting about Oh we need clarity And we need information This is somebody's medical records You're talking about Yeah Yeah I mean you know It's quite straightforward If and there's absolutely no suggestion there's anything wrong. But if something cropped up in the medical, uh, then Celtic would have to make it clear what had gone on. It may simply be the case that the medical is taking place uh, both in Glasgow and in Manchester, and that, that not all the information has been received yet by Celtic. Well, thank you to Brian in Pollock. Just uh, another story that was in today's papers I wanted to get your thoughts on, Hugh, and it, it 
sort of ties in with the Kieran Tierney story is that Celtic reportedly interested in uh, Aberdeen's Max Lowe. Rangers have been quoted with an interest in him before. C- can you see why those two clubs are, are linked with him? Well, decent player. Um, but this is what the transfer window is all about. It is about speculation, about rumour, and sometimes you actually get the transparency and you find out what is going on. Celtic have been linked with most of the players in Europe, as far as I can see. Uh some of them will eventually end up at Celtic Park. It's a long and tortuous process, the transfer window. Well, thank you to you at home, whether you called in, whether you tweeted in, or whether you just listened. We'll be back tomorrow night. Thank you to Hugh Keevans as well. It's Ryan Borthwick who's up next. Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.